your sound is going to be like a combination of your influences and techniques that you've learned and like finding your voice. The more authentic you are in your music and your approach to marketing yourself, I think it resonates with people more than people trying too hard or like following trends that are a little too late. <laughs>
just my life in general it was really hard for me to I would come home and like be depressed after a really long tour and I was just used to like stimulation all the time and like being around people and you know just like a non-stop schedule and I thought that I wanted that all the time because I was used to it all the time but then I was like I need I need the other part I need to come home and do yoga and you know not talk to people for like a couple of days <laughs> you know what I mean and like take, taking care of my body was a huge, um, I was, I just got back from a, a massage appointment before I was here. That's what took a little longer for me to get here. But like all of those things are like so, so important. Like taking care of your body, it's all connected. You know, you have to make time for and pay attention to what your body and mind need. Otherwise you're just gonna get lost in the sauce. You know what I mean? looking at your music and saying, you know, there's other really talented producers and DJs who, who don't really get discovered, um, who people don't just know about. And my question for you is, what do you think it was that kind of set you apart as, as you were, you know, really breaking out? I think there's like, there's a lot of factors. I think it's, I feel really lucky sometimes to have you know, been in the community and had the people around me that I did. Um, I think community is a huge part of like any artist's career when they're first coming up, you know. And luckily in Colorado, as opposed to like New York or some other places where it's more competitive, we have a really awesome community that kind of like looks out for each other and it's like we're stronger together mentality. We all kind of like helped each other out and promoted each other's music and, you know, put each other on shows and like paid attention to what was going on and, and who was working hard, you know? So I think that was a really big factor in kind of like getting the attention, I guess, just kind of like immersing myself in the community that was like right in front of me. I've definitely always back to kind of like the authenticity aspect. I've never tried to like chase trends. Because like if you're, you know, trap's really popular right now. By the time you get to a point where you're making good trap, it's going to be on to the next trend. You know what I mean? So you can't chase what's hot. You know, you just have to like stay true to yourself and learn as much as you can. Because at the end of the day, your sound is going to be like a combination of your influences and techniques that you've learned and like finding your voice, you know? So I think the, the more authentic you are, in your music and your approach to marketing yourself. Uh, to me, that that stands out when I see other people doing that. And um, I think it resonates with people more than people trying too hard or like following trends that are a little too late. <laughs> Can you take me back to that time? Tell me the story of when you were like, okay, I'm going all in on producing. Well, I started making music when I was a sophomore, started producing when I was a sophomore in college at CU Boulder. And like, at that time, I like had no idea that it was even possible to have like a career. You know, I mean, I did, but like, it was, you know, I was just having fun. When I left my old music project that I was in for, for five years and started my solo thing, that's like really where I was like, this is it, you know, I'm putting everything I have into this, you know, 
like full force, nothing can stop me vibes, you know? <laughs> so, but yeah, just to brief you on that, I was in a solo or a duo project for five years initially. So yeah, so my, the Maddie project is kind of like five years old, I think 2016. I've been doing it for longer, but when I started that project, it was kind of like felt like I was where I was supposed to be kind of thing. When you look back, what things come to mind that you might've done differently? How would you have done them differently if you could? I think that all of the mistakes that I've made have made me learn so much. So like, I want to live my life like I don't have regrets. You know, you have to look at all of those, all the dumb shit that you might've done or, you know, shouldn't have taken that show or, you know, whoops, I got fucked over by that promoter. <laughs> you know, like stuff like that. I think it all, it all taught me something in the end and made me a better artist, human, performer, whatever the experience may be. So I definitely maybe would have partied a little less <laughs> for a couple of years. <laughs> um, I've wasted, you know, more time than I would like to you know, getting caught up in the lifestyle, but you know, that taught me something too. And now I'm extremely focused, so. Can you tell me about some things that you think are often misunderstood or overlooked about making music, about being an artist by up and coming producers? I think that, especially in the world that we're living in right now, everyone kind of like has this like instant gratification mentality you know even just like with the internet everyone wants like results immediately because everything's at our fingertips um and I think that people underestimate like just the time that it takes to to learn and find your sound number one and just like you know getting yourself out there it's like it takes years and years to build your fan base and you know I feel like I'm still getting started too, you know, in, in some aspects, you know, you get to a point and you're like, okay, wow, now I have this much further to go to where I want to be, you know, just kind of like being patient with yourself too. And everyone wants to give up over and over again, because it's fucking hard learning how to produce. And, um, you know, especially when you have other jobs and you're trying to do both, um, you just got to stick with it. So yeah, time. <laughs> so Maddie, thinking about your absolute favorite music, whether it's EDM, but also all kinds of music, can you share with me some distinct qualities that are like, okay, I love this because of reason X, Y, and Z? Yeah, I mean, I listen to all types of music. It's definitely like, it's got to be funky gotta be uh like glitchy these are just words that are coming to my all the things that I like kind of do you know who Jerry Folk is no it's a lot of these like kind of like indie producers um Roman Silver is another good example he's amazing I, I, I definitely am gravitating a lot more to like melodic funky kind of like old school soul has always been like a big thing. Uh, 
I love bass music, don't get me wrong, but it's gotta like make you feel something also. There's always a common denominator of like, if, if a song can like make you go somewhere else when you listen to it, if it can just kind of like take over, make you feel a certain way or take you back to like a certain place in time, like give you that nostalgic feeling. That's what makes music really incredible is that it has the power to do that. And when you hear an incredible song, you're just like, what just happened? <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think that's, that's it. And people resonate with that on all different levels with different experiences. I'm curious how you actively, as, as the, the puppet master, work that <laughs> into your music. Michael Menner tweeted about this at one point, And it was like, sometimes when I'm working, I like, it's like I black out. Like, I'm like, how, how did I just make that song? You're like, when I'm done, I'm like, what the fuck did I just do? <laughs> so like, if, if, if I'm so in the moment when I'm making something and it just kind of like flows, I think that's when it taps closer to that vibe than if I'm like, trying to get too technical with something and like forcing it, you know? So I have to be there too when I'm making it at some point in time for someone else to feel it. I think so. Do your ears ever get tired? Do you ever like need space <laughs> from music? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I listen to music when I do yoga, but especially when I get off like tour and I'm just like constantly at a venue and just hearing music, I definitely like appreciate nature or, you know, not listening to music and just kind of like vibing out, at least for a day. <laughs> I've been listening to a couple audiobooks about music recently. Um, I listened to this thing called Music in the Brain. It was theorizing why music can create such profound experiences, like psychological feelings. I'd love to hear you take a stab at that, about what you think it is about certain arrangements of sounds that can have an effect on us, like tension and release, low frequency, and then high frequencies, different melodic hooks, how you think they affect the minds and, and ultimately why, why you use that in your music. I mean, I am not skilled enough in talking about the brain <laughs> to be able to technically answer that question. But I think it kind of ties back to what I was saying about like what makes a good song is that like certain frequencies scientifically make you feel a certain way. There is technical science behind, you know, frequencies and how they affect your body and, um, and triggering other emotional parts of your brain and receptors. I think as a creator and human being, I feel those things when I'm making something also, you know, so it's like, it's a vibe. <laughs> I dig it. Well, Maddie, thank you so much for, for coming on the Weird Music Podcast here. Um, what else, what else can we be excited about that, that you have coming out this year? Um, well, I kind of took some time off intentionally and didn't do like a like a big spring tour so that I could focus on writing. So I'm kind of working on a bigger project right now, whether that's an EP or a full length album or an EP and then an album or 
I don't know. We're, we're, we're going to see how it all shakes out, but um, yeah, I've been working on a, a bunch of new music and I'm in the let's finish it phase, <laughs> you know, I'm sitting on all those half finished projects. Um, so I'm really excited about what I'm working on right now. I kind of feel like I've, I've honed in on, you know, the further down the road I've gotten, I feel like I'm kind of honing in on what my sound is. So it feels good to kind of like be in like a flow state writing and feeling like it sounds like me. So yeah, I'm excited about that. And I, I have a bunch of singles coming out over the next couple months. Um, and then whatever this bigger project may be will come out after that. <laughs> and I'm sure there'll be a tour yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I usually do like a big fall tour. Um, I also have some really exciting festivals that I haven't announced yet, like full circle type shows. I'm actually curious when those are announcing. But yeah, I've got I've got a bunch more festivals this summer that I haven't um, released yet, too. So I'll be hopping around all summer long. So for any of your fans who, who've listened through um, and, and are still listening now, um, any kind of like final direct message from you to them? Um, I just want to say thank you to everyone. Um, this last fall was actually my first like big headline. It was a co-headline with Marvel Years. And I got to meet a lot of people on that tour and just seeing the amount of people that came out um, was incredible. Even like post pandemic, it was like that much more important you know to have those moments with people and be back in a setting like that so thank you to everyone for coming to the shows and for streaming my music and giving me that boost every day to keep telling me i'm on the right path so it, it's kind of it's you know it's a two-way street and it's i wouldn't be able to create and do what i do without everyone else so cheers to that You made it this far. Thank you for listening. And a big thank you to our sponsors, Hemp Relief CBD, SEM Tickets, Devil Wind Brewing, and Artillery Productions. We've got links in the description below. Go check out all the awesome stuff they've got going on. And yeah, much love, everyone.